Hey, my friend, welcome along to the Medicinal Chef's Nutrition Nuggets podcast, helping you get clarity on nutrition. I'm Dale Pinnock, the Medicinal Chef, best-selling author, nutritionist, and creator of Nutrition Coaching Monthly. Every week here in the podcast, I'm going to be answering your questions and discussing key topics around the field of nutrition to help give you clarity and to expand your knowledge. Hey folks, how you doing? Hope you are all well and you've had a fantastic week. So this week I want to talk about something that I get questions about a lot. It's something I've written about a lot. It's something I've spoken about a lot in interviews. It's clearly something that people want more information on and that is nutritional supplements. People always ask me, should we be taking them? Are they a good idea? Are they safe? Do they interact with XYZ medication? And the thing is, those kind of questions could go on forever, and those kind of questions are specific to each particular kind of supplement. So what I want to talk about today is really the way that I view supplements and the general kind of approach that I take to them and the general advice that I give around them as well. So nutritional supplements, I see I see them in two distinct ways. I think there's one category of nutritional supplement that is a good idea for everyone to take on a regular basis. And then there's another category that really represent clinical application of these nutrients. And the two shouldn't really be, there shouldn't really be that much crossover. So let's start with the generics, the ones that I think are a good idea for everyone. Number one on the list has to be a good quality multivitamin. Now, let me tell you something. If you're one of these people that's, that says, well, you don't need a multivitamin, you should get everything you need from a balanced diet, you need to reevaluate things quickly, okay? For the simple reason, one, a balanced diet, it's a lovely idea, but it doesn't exist. I've been in this industry for 25 years now, and I haven't got a scooby-doo what a balanced diet is, because it means a different thing to different people. It really does. Uh, we've all got different needs for different reasons. Even if you're eating a, an amazing whole foods diet, even if you're you know you're eating loads and loads of plants and and um, good fresh minimally processed foods, there are no guarantees that you are achieving your nutritional needs at all. For the simple reason that a lot of the data that we use to actually determine what nutrients are in what foods is all based on the work of. McCanson Widdowson. McCanson Widdowson wrote a book called The Composition of Foods, which any of you that have studied nutrition or dietetics will know is one of the most boring tomes on planet Earth. But unfortunately, you, you constantly have your head buried in it whilst you're studying. They basically went around the world looking at different foods and analysing the nutritional content, everything from caloric values to fibre to <clears throat> protein, fatty acids, vitamins and minerals. Now, this is all great in theory. This gives us a general idea of what could be in a food in terms of general composition. But when we start using this data like, oh, 100 grams of broccoli contains 35 milligrams of vitamin C, we fall flat on our faces because the question I ask straight away is how do you know? How do you know? There's so much variation in fresh produce these days. If you've just gone and picked that broccoli from your back garden or from your allotment and then you lightly steam it or eat it raw, dipped in some hummus or something, 
that's going to be very different in terms of nutritional composition to something that was grown in Uruguay six months ago, has been left in cold storage, shipped around the world three times, and then you take it home and boil it to death. There's so many variables that will affect the nutritional composition. So using vitamin C as an example, vitamin C starts to degrade the second that you harvest the plant, the second it's actually detached from its roots and it's, it's kind of detached from its growing mediums, the vitamin C levels start to decline. So obviously if you eat it straight away and you cook it in a way that doesn't damage the nutrients, so vitamin C is a water-soluble nutrient, if you boil the food to death, you may as well just drink the water because most of the vitamin C will be in there, but it's also heat-sensitive as well, so you will get breakdown in very, very high-temperature cooking. But then again, if it's something that has been you know, in, in storage for a long time, the vitamin C content is going to be negligible. The point is... The point is, there are so many variables that influence the actual, one, nutrient content of the food to begin with, and two, the actual nutritional status of the final preparation of that food and your ability to absorb it, that you just don't know. You just don't know. Yes, you're probably going to be taking in some vitamin C. Yes, you're probably going to be taking in these other nutrients, but there's no guarantee as to how much you'll actually take it. So... The simple way to actually ensure that you are at least meeting your RDAs of vitamins, minerals, trace elements is just take a good quality multi. It doesn't mean mega dosing on anything. It means taking a good quality daily multivitamin to ensure that your needs are being met. That doesn't mean that you suddenly got a hall pass to go and eat Mackey D's all the time. Keep eating the whole foods diet. Keep eating the minimally processed food. Keep following a good healthy diet because it's about so much more than just micronutritional content. But that multivitamin will just help you to ensure your bases are being covered. So that's number one. Number two, definitely long chain omega-3 fatty acids. I know, I know, I sound like a broken record, but I stand by my obsession with these things. <clears throat> Basically, I've spoken about it in other podcasts. Take a look at, the, uh, take a listen to the podcast on inflammation, for example. The omega-3 fatty acids, they can reduce inflammation in the body. We know that a high intake of the omega-3 fatty acids are associated with better HDL to LDL ratios. We know that they help to you know, reduce cholesterol oxidation. We know that they're, they're beneficial for the health of the brain, for the eyes. They're really, really important. And we do not consume anywhere near enough of them in this part of the world. And as I've waxed lyrical about before, we do consume far too much of their evil counterpart, omega-6. So increase your intake of omega-3, reduce the 6. You can do that really, really easily with a supplement. And providing, and that, you know, this is the proviso, providing you're not on any anticoagulant medication, like warfarin, for example, they're very, very safe to take. If you are on warfarin, then do check with your doctor. Because sometimes, in some individuals, there can be contraindications because Omega-3 does have a bit of an anticoagulant activity as well. So if you are on a blood thinner, if you are on something like warfarin, check with your GP. If not, then they're a very safe supplement to take. And then the third one on this daily essentials list is definitely something that's important for us Brits. You know where this might be going. It is, of course, vitamin D. Now, the primary source of vitamin D for humans is the conversion of cholesterol into vitamin D precursors upon exposure to ultraviolet radiation, i.e. 
the sun. The sun, mostly in this country, is a rumour. So the amount of time across the year that we get sufficient sun exposure with sufficient intensity to actually trigger vitamin D synthesis is very, very short and few and far between. And the vitamin D status of the British is incredibly low. Vitamin D has so many roles to play. It's more like a hormone now. We, we, we realise its activity is almost hormonal. So it obviously maintains serum concentrations of calcium, helps to mobilise ca- like dietary calcium and get it into the skeleton. It has influences on mood. It has influences on immune function. It has some very, very diverse activity. And as a population, we are incredibly low in our vitamin D status. Just take a good quality daily vitamin D supplement. Keep yourself topped up. It's as simple as that. So that's the first category of supplement. That's the first category that I feel is a good idea for everyone. Very, very safe. There's no kind of contraindications really apart from that you know potential one with warfarin and omega-3 those ones are a good idea for everyone now we move into the second zone of supplements and that is the individual nutrients the individual nutrients this is when we move into therapeutic territory just so many people assume that just because something you know it's natural it's a nutrient it's okay it's safe You could not be any more wrong. You have the potential to do some serious damage if you don't know what you're doing. And this is the key factor. When supplementing with individual nutrients, and you'll see me talk about this all all the time in like articles and interviews and different stuff, has value. You know, say for example, if if you know someone has skin issues, I might say, yeah, take in an extra 15 to 30 milligrams of zinc because, because, because. Or X amount of vitamin A or try taking some B6 or whatever, like whatever the issue is. I give those kind of recommendations because I've, you know, I've been trained to actually do this therapeutically. I've been trained in the science of nutritional therapy. There is so much potential to actually cause damage though. You can, if you take too much of an individual nutrient without knowing what you're doing, just because you've read like a couple of lines in Vogue or something, you can cause some serious damage. You can create artificial deficiency signs in certain nutrients. Certain nutrients are antagonists to each other. And then more seriously, there are toxicity issues, particularly in some of the fat-soluble nutrients. So you've got to know what you're doing. Absolutely, these things are valuable tools, and I use them all the time. If you saw my supplement cupboard at home, it looks like a pharmacy. I used to be the technical director of Viridian Nutrition, one of the leading supplement companies in the UK. So I am a huge supplement supporter, a huge supplement fan, but I am also a a big proponent of responsible use and responsible application. Go to your local health food store, get advice. Go and find a practitioner and get advice. Drop me an email if you want and get advice. The important thing is you've got to make sure you know what you're doing with the individual nutrients because this is where you're kind of taking that leap between general nutritional support and essentially what is a medicine because it can influence your physiology in such a way. So there we go. That's my view on supplements. Two distinct classifications. Those that are a good idea for everyone to take every day and those that really should be viewed as therapeutic agents that you need to get the right kind of advice on using. So 
That leads me on to if nutrition is something that interests you, if nutrition is something that you're becoming more and more interested in and you want to take more of a deep dive, but you don't necessarily want to commit to kind of doing a course or, you know, jumping into anything full time, then why don't you join me in Nutrition Coaching Monthly? This is my online community, online nutrition school for people that want answers, for people that are fed up with half-truths and not enough clarity or information on the subject. Every single month I go live, I go live for over an hour doing a, a, a live webinar format lesson. So we, and, and we take a deep dive as well. This isn't like anything sort of facile or, or, or shallow. We go deep, we, we cover the anatomy, the physiology, the biochemistry, how nutrition fits into this picture, how you can make certain changes in order to deliver certain outcomes, safety issues, we cover all of that. We go in deep. We go deep into the mechanisms of how things work and why they do what they do. And then after that, we open it up to a, a Q&A session. The classes are interactive. You can ask me anything. You can interact with like the fellow members as well. I mean, there's members and students all over the world from Canada to Egypt to Greece. We've got two in Amsterdam, um, the US, obviously quite a lot in the UK as well. They're from all over the place and a great community is building. Everyone interacts in the sessions. They're wonderful. And then also once a month, I do a live open forum Q&A as well, where you can just use me as a resource. I can just be your personal nutritional resource. You can ask me anything. So if you head over to my website, themedicinalchef.co.uk, and look at online programs. Under online programs, you'll see Nutrition Coaching Monthly. That will give you a little bit more information. Also on that page, you can sign up for a free class as well. So you get an idea of how the format actually works, what the sessions look like, the kind of level of detail that we go into. And also I give you a tour of the inside so you get to see what it looks like when you become a member. It's only £12.50 a month. I mean, that's that's nada. That's less than like the price of a cup of tea every single day. So... If nutrition is something that really tickles your pickle, then why don't you join me over in Nutrition Coaching Monthly? Also, if you have a question for me here in the podcast, if there's a question that you want me to answer, then just drop me an email, dale at themedicinalchef.co.uk, and I'll get on the case and I will answer it here in the podcast. So until next week, my friends, stay safe and have a good weekend.